The Early Morning Juice is sponsored by Simpsons Orange Juice. The juice is on the loose. Also funded by Killer Cereal. Cereal to die for. Official sponsors, Ted's Taxi Service. Don't drink and drive, Ted will arrive. And last but not least, a special donation from the Manson family. Good morning, everyone out there listening to us. We are the early morning juice. It's your host, Austin. I'm here with Eddie, Carlos, Melissa, and last but not least, Cynthia. Today, we're going to get a little creepy, so buckle up and get ready to talk about why people kill. We'll go through everything from born psychopaths all the way to revenge killings. So, I'll go ahead and get the topic started on why I think people kill and I think it is due to childhood trauma and what happens uh, during those critical years of a person's childhood. Um, Almost 40% of all serial killers that are interviewed um, experience some sort of physical or sexual abuse. 70% say that they witnessed it or were a part of it. So a lot of things a lot of these serial killers have this common problem that may lead to them eventually killing later in life. And I think, uh, you know, with early childhood trauma, you have a susceptibility to these these kids developing kind of personality, dis- personality disorders or mental disorders, which in turn can lead them to do uh, very dangerous things and, and, you know, eventually cause harm to some people and I'm, I'm interested to see what you guys think on, on this we'll see if <clears throat> if it was because of childhood trauma or you know any other trauma then everybody who's been through something would be a serial killer if you think about it and so yep. I'm just saying maybe they're just born with it so you think that they're born with it why is that why do you think that they're born with it give me give me an argument because like i said okay like if they had a trauma then everybody who's been through something would be a serial killer and there wouldn't be any serial killer everybody would just be a killer so when they're born with it how what makes them what makes them a killer why what are they born with that makes them kill well there's this gene called the moa gene Mm -hmm. and it's just it's something that can be passed on through generations. Okay, so it's like a genetic kind of thing. Maybe, yeah. Huh. So you think that these ser- these killers, not necessarily serial killers, but just killers in general, people who you think that they're maybe born with that instinct and not everybody is born with that tendency to kill, but you think that these that that these people are born with, with it already, um, that ability already in them. Yeah, because, okay, you can go through anything, but you choose whether or not you want to let that change you mm-hmm. when you grow up, you know, or change you as a person. Got you. Okay. And see, like, okay, say you went through some childhood drama or whatever, you can either, like, there's some people, like, a trait that specifies, like, serial killers is that they kill little animals or something, you know, mm-hmm. or, like, they just want to torture things. Right. When they're growing up. Right. 
So if you're going through a childhood drama, you either want to torture it or you want to use it to help you cope with stuff. Well, see, that's interesting, but are, are they born that way, or uh, is there something in their family, somebody in their family that's that's doing things to them to make them act this way? Um, Eddie, did you did you have something you wanted to say and add to this? Yeah, um, so those topics you guys brought up are very, like, contradicting. And very, I agree with some parts and some things, like why people kill. But, you know, for my my thing, I thought it was, like, brain injuries have a lot to do with why people kill you know right um so i i think it leads to either killing in general like just overall a more broader subject like suicides homicides that type of stuff killing not just serial killers in general right so i did i did some research and then i found um this pro wrestler who was a really good wrestler he should be in the wwe hall of fame but he's not going to because he had a brain condition called CTE and it just it messes up your brain or whatever it makes tell me a little bit more about the CTE what 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 goes on in CTE so it's like it's an injury that's caused by a lot of like getting your head banged around a lot so like football basically like football players and like people who hit their head a bunch um, usually get it and it causes like depression and cognitive impairment so um yeah back to chris bennett um he he was a pro wrestler and just out of nowhere he just killed his wife and his son and then he killed himself and later on like post-mortem they checked his brain and it was because he did have traces of cte in it and there are all also other people like recently um aaron hernandez you guys know him pro football player he got arrested for basically being like an expert manipulator he got people to kill for him and then he committed suicide and in jail and then i'll leave you guys with this you know do you guys think oj has cte that's and that's something that that i was gonna ask is i feel like maybe we could go to touch on the oj case with this because you know that maybe explained why you know of course he was acquitted but maybe why he could a possible reason for why he could have committed those murders against ron and nicole um that you know that's that's really something interesting so so i'm just going to summarize this up here so essentially you're saying that you think cte which is a brain injury caused by head trauma you know concussions like most of what you get in sports any high impact and contact sports you think that that then those kind of brain injuries can lead to like maybe like a switch does something that that now gives them the ability to kind of take out these violent acts against people that they normally wouldn't have before yeah not only against people but against themselves because it also causes depression and stuff interesting okay that's very interesting all right so carlos i know you've been a little bit quiet back there but is you know i've noticed you wanted to say some things here yeah so what i was thinking is that manipulation is a very good reason as to why uh people were uh, killed i feel like manipulation is uh, very crucial because it leads to like uh making a person bend and do whatever you want them to do and a prime example here would be uh, Charles Manson and the Manson family. Uh, basically, Charles Manson preyed on uh, people's um, hardships and problems that they had at home. 
and he would use these hardships or problems at home to make him do whatever he wanted. He would make him feel special and he would make him feel like they were all part, part of a family and he would uh, tell each and every one of them that he loved them and that they were like his world basically. And he basically manipulated them and got into their mind to the point that anything he did, it seemed like he was just right about it. Even when uh, he started escalating into more uh, uh, deeper or dangerous things such as like killing right. and stuff like this. For example, uh, they, they all took knifing lessons, but they, they thought it was okay because he made it seem like he was a god, a messiah, and that that's where the world was leading to at this point. And that's that's kind of just how he was able to make everybody do what he wanted, and he got them to the point where they ended up killing for him. Yeah. So how did he pick these victims? Like where? Like how did he select the victims on who, who were to come into his family? How did he choose those kind of people? Well, he chose the victims based off of the problems they had at home, and he chose victims that he knew he uh, were easily susceptible to his manipulation, because he needed something to be able to use against them. He had to be able to use their situation against them uh, and many of these people like I said they had problems at home they didn't feel like they were uh, welcome at home or they thought they were like outsiders so he used this to his advantage and that's interesting you know um, I think I think manipulation is definitely one way that can be used to to kind of make someone to kill you know I, I do agree that is definitely one way and, you know uh, he did pick on the weaker-minded individuals, so don't be weak around Charles Manson, I guess, is the moral of the story on that one. Um, but I feel um, maybe like social acceptance and status is kind of another factor that played into Charles Manson and how he was um, as, I guess, a serial killer. Um, when he was younger and growing up, he said that his mom kicked him out um, and put him on the streets. And in that turn, that made him, you know, an, a, a criminal and that that taught him how to manipulate and do these things. So I think that could definitely play a role with it. You know, this is prominent in a lot of other um, kind of killings that we see, like the Columbine killings. Uh, both of those kids um, were social outcasts. They were the weird kids. And, you know, one was literally close quoted by saying I don't feel human these people make me feel human and one of the videos they made um, to show uh, to people after they had committed the the mass murder they literally said that they were targeting the jocks and the popular kids because they those were the people who were the you know were the kind of driving force behind the bullying and who they were jealous of because they received so much positive attention when they were only you know bullied and stuff like that and you know I think if they maybe had never um, been outcasted they would have they would have still had that connect to society of you know empathy you have empathy for your peers every normal person does these people did not they did not feel human so in turn that led them to be able to kill because they had no empathy towards these people also um, Ted Bundy is another one he well he was liked in school but he said that he because he didn't understand social interactions and social relationships he isolated himself on purpose because he couldn't understand those things and look what that did to him one of the most violent killers in history edmund kemper another one uh he has a built-up hatred for women because 
as a kid his mom kept him separate put him in the basement locked him in the basement so he wouldn't be around his sisters and that that just knowing that isolation from like women and you know the household it it made him have a hatred towards those things and in, and in turn take it out on victims later in life and he did a lot of messed up stuff and you know um just seeing isolation and the social status really does and can play a part in how people kill. Yes, that's very true. I have to agree with you on that point. And I feel like we really do have to uh, keep a close watch on that in our society today. Because as we see, there's more and more uh, shootings at schools and stuff. And it's due to, as you said, because people feel like they're ex- excluded from groups and they feel alone. So I, have to, I do have to agree with you on that point. See, uh, Eddie, you said you had one more point on why maybe someone could kill. Yeah, and that's uh, like sort of like revenge, you know, uh-huh. getting back at people. Uh-huh. And that's I think that's why like a lot of killings do happen, whether it's like on the street, like through gangs or like through serial killers. Some motives they have could be revenge, and like maybe a spree killer or even just a mass murder like you guys the columbine Mm -hmm. i guess and you know um there's you know going into like some like type of killings there's fictional characters like hannibal lecter you know his uh he seems like realistic like super realistic like the movies if you've seen him right um he so he kills he killed and kills still because his family was murdered in front of him. Oh, so you think... And he wanted not... Like, that it does tie into childhood trauma. I will agree with that. But it also has a big factor in revenge. Right. And and his emotions toward them, like, just wanting seeking out revenge against those people. Right. So it's like, it's it really, it makes a difference on the kind of people he targets. Because, you know, yes, it is childhood trauma, but the revenge. He, he targets a specific group of people. Um, to go after because you know he uh, he has this built-up hatred for him yeah you know from a kid yeah and there's like other other people like the unabomber he he seek revenge on society and basically the government that's why he sent those mail bombs or whatever right right and killed all those people he did and uh yeah man i just think revenge plays a big factor like just say like if like if one of us had the M- M-A-O-A gene mm-hmm. the basically the killer gene mm-hmm. and freaking one of our family members we watched them get killed or something mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to seek revenge right even if you like cause let's just face it our justice system right. straight trash bro right straight trash absolutely like wouldn't you like wanna like go in like some vigilante mode and try to right. get absolutely. back at those people yourself right especially if you have that gene get very heck yeah it makes you a killer man so in so in conclusion you know there there is a lot of factors in what makes people want to kill and and makes people kill but you know there there is there's a lot of different factors there's manipulation there's emotions there's your past you know are you born with it do you have trauma um there's you know your social status a lot of these factors um can play into it but one thing that every that each killer has in common is, you know, they do. They have a drive to kill. Basically. They have a drive to kill, and something is causing that. So, we have to figure out and really 
focused on on what is making these people driving these people to do these things because that is the only way we're going to be able to help and stop these kind of things from happening thank you for listening to the early morning juice this is austin your co-host eddie carlos cynthia and melissa and thank you so much for listening see you guys next time